Mad Buhay and welcome everyone to the Queer Faculty Lounge Podcast. Let's talk about the latest in drag race, Philippines, Pinoy pop culture and topics relevant to education, and the LGBTQIA plus community. I miss saying that. I <laughs> and as we all know, season 2 is over, chapter closed. The latest episode of the Queer Family Lounge is coming to you right now. Yeah, we just closed the chapter, but here we are for a special episode. Nagpatawag ng emergency meeting. Uh-oh. emergency meeting. Oh my gosh. So many things happening. We have to cover them for sure. We initially talked about, you know, resuming and coming back mm-hmm. for season three. Yes. Kasabay ng season 16 of, of Drag Race US. But mm-hmm. and daming hula baloo around, daming hush-hush, you know. Yes. <laughs> Bigyan naman natin ng, ano, <laughs> ng preview yung mga viewers natin. So one word lang. Wait so, lang. I'll go. Hindi pa kayo hmm. nag-introduce. Uh, introduce oh. <laughs> Hi, my name is Saibio, your queer educator from the Bay Area, California. My name is Edison of Oregon, confidently beautiful ESL teacher with the heart. And hi, this is Candy, your forever ally, a special educator on perpetual break from the land of Michelle Marquez D, Filipina. <laughs> Filipina! <laughs> yeah. magandang, magandang segue yan. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was saying, just, just mm-hmm. throw parang popcorn yung diba? strategy for teaching. Mm-hmm. So popcorn, popcorn yung mga pag-uusapan natin today. Kasi ang dami talaga. Mm-hmm. Para alam ng audience natin kung ano yung mga pag-chichikha yeah. natin today. Go. Yes. Um, but, but Eds, can I just commend yung Go. yung talagang si Candy is sticking to our lesson outline. Yes. <laughs> and some of the topics, I'll start it. Mainit na yes. mainit. Um, uh, Katngel and the love team culture in the Philippines. Sige. This is uh, not actually a gossip channel, but you know, uh, we're gonna talk about it and d- dig deeper and, um, and, and give insights kung gano ka ka-popular itong culture na to at, 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 at ano yung mga impact sa atin, di ba? Yeah. Ako to <laughs> medyo way back na itong sa akin ha. So, I'm gonna just say Miss Grand International. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just Miss Grand or we're gonna touch on I don't know. Can and you of repeat? course, um, we are gonna talk about one of, like, I've seen her in person, one of the most beautiful, like, if you see her, her skin, parang mm-hmm. ano, you know, ang yaman, naliligo sa milk and honey. Pero talk about Nicole Bermeo, our Miss International third runner-up. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's gonna be some drag also, right? May drag kumakuntuhan yeah. pa rin tayo. Yes. Drag mm-hmm. updates, you yes. know. Also, let's go ahead and jump into our kamustahan and also our usapang Pinoy. Since, since binanggit mo, Mm. Looks like this is the pinnacle of all the chismes and kwentuhan <laughs> and gossips in the in the Philippines <laughs> and around the world. No, Daniel, uh, oh my goodness! So, and, and umabot so, ng um pop crave, and then I think yeah. there's another international web um news website. I think it's in Asia, and then like post about it because apparently they are famous even in they other are. Asian countries. Yeah. Very much, yeah. very much. Especially our telenovelas have mm-hmm. like reached the shores of other Asian countries. Like yes, India, the um Pangako Sayo um stint was actually very popular. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even I think after Pangako Sayo, they they even other countries even purchased the rights to show their older mm-hmm. teleseries together. 
And I love hearing about these things because not only that we're hearing these telenovelas becoming popular, but it's kind of like we are more represented um, worldwide yep. and, and the world um, seems to like distinguish us from other Asian countries. Hindi parang, we're just like one one of the Asian mm-hmm. Asian ethnicities, diba? Na hindi na, na parang ambiguous to them. I'm glad that ABS-CBN actually, they now call themselves not a TV network mm-hmm. because of course, we know how they were granted their with the renewal of their franchise. Yeah. ABS-CBN now looks at themselves as content creators. So not just Netflix, mm-hmm. but they have series that are purchased by Amazon Prime. So like, I haven't seen it, but Kim Chu's latest series, Lindang, actually was number one in yeah. more than yeah. 10 countries, I believe. Wow. Yeah, and I want to bring us back to Katniel and oh. and love teams in the Philippines. Um, Why do you think love teams are so successful and so popular, still popular in Philippine showbiz? Because apparently everyone was so affected, even my even my straight friends, straight guy friends were like asking and engaging in conversations about it. Yeah, um, I think number one, like how teleseries are still very popular in the Philippines, it's because it's predictable. If a pair is in the same project together, people are going to expect that they're going to end up together. Mm-hmm. Who cares about what the entire story is about as long as they end up together? And number two, we are hopeless romantics. As a nation, we Mama. love happy endings. We still believe that true love exists and you are going to meet the one. And mm. I think that's a representation. Like their projects together as a pair is a representation representation of what ev- most Filipinos want in their lives which is their one great love. So I think that's the reason why it's still very, very popular. Collective uh-huh. unconscious ng mga Filipinos. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Which is very, like if you look at the Korean um, movies and Korean series, it's very rare for two people to pair up in another project together. I think the only reason that people would pair up together is like if it's a really good project or if it's there's a clamor from the fans mm-hmm. or actually you know what there's not even a clamor like it's usually if it's a good project and the pair actually ends up being good friends that's the mm-hmm. only time they'll reconcile in a, another project in, mm-hmm. at least in South Korea it's very rare so yeah. yeah um the Philippine love team is really a phenomenon that you have to be Filipino in order to understand it and yeah. in order to like not raise yeah. your eyebrows on it Yeah, agree with that. When I saw the question uh, in the outline, I mm-hmm. did a little bit of research and there's I... two articles that actually caught my atten- attention. And one of them... Uh, one the was... RRL? <laughs> oh, uh, one is an article written by Angel Martinez for Reclamation. Uh, it's, it's an online article. And I love that how it gave a, a, like, a background on the history of love team in the in Philippine show business mm-hmm. like she said that that love teams have been around since silent film era mm-hmm. and it was started by Mary Walter and Gregorio Fernandez oh I don't God, even know they're like the yeah I'm not man. even fam- familiar with with these artists and they served as pioneers mm-hmm. imagine they, they were like actors during the silent film era that was too long time ago and since then Every generation has 
a popular love team. Yeah. From Amalia Fuentes and Juancho Gutierrez, I heard about Amalia Fuentes, to Sharon Conetta mm-hmm. and Gabby Concepcion, we know that these are our parents' love yeah. team icons. Mm-hmm. And now to our generation, we have Catherine Bernardo and Daniel Padilla, one of the most successful love teams. Oh, you skipped. You skipped Where, the rivalry I... between Judy Ann Santos and Wawi Guzman versus Actually, it's, it's more Rico Yan and no, Judy Ann I... Santos. I'm a liar because Catherine and and Danielle are not even or for younger kids. Uh, younger generations. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we have Julian mm-hmm. Santos and Enrico Yan. Wowie. Oh, wow. for us. Yeah. And then Rico Yan and Claudine. Mm-hmm. And then it says there how you know how it's so successful but because these love teams actually launched the careers of of our most famous actors and actresses. It means money and and That's that's how it is. Like the love teams are like institution in the Philippines. Um, and I think the good question is now that there's like like breakups happening of the most popular like love teams in the Philippines. Do you think this institution of love teams, this this culture of love teams, will continue? Mm-hmm. You can answer that now, or you can like put a pin on so. that. Because you're not giving any comments, Eds. Ako kasi, ako naman, um, I think love teams are like a reflection of um, hope and ideal ideal um, person per, or person mm-hmm. na. Exactly. Ang mga Filipino. So, um, ito, this is funny ha. Yung mga, yung mga tita ko na, I think she's once working in Kuwait. Um, she, I mean, she used to work in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. And then my other tita used to work in Hong Kong. They know kung sino yung mga in na mga love teams even before kahit na napakalayo nila point is it cannot provides them a connection to the philippines na parang oh my god rico claudine parang yeah. and, and then the thing is these love teams just so you know our international um listeners they would go on a tour and i'm talking about like a world tour they'll go hong kong they'll go us Canada and people would follow them. Follow them exactly because yeah. yun, yun yung idea talaga ng mga ng mga yeah. Filipinos sa kanila and they put them on a super high pedestal. They are unbreakable. They are um mm-hmm. bound forever. And we'll talk more about how the whole Philippines is in havoc now because of this the the love teams. Right? And that's actually a great segue, mm-hmm. Eds, because because we've talked about how these love teams are so beneficial to us viewers. Yeah. And also to the uh-huh. careers of these artists. But mm-hmm. the flip side of it, just like what was pointed by Philippine Star an article that I read. Well, my my sorry. This is how like this is this actually impact the lives of these artists because they're so they're somehow forced to be together as real yeah. couples. And then because of that, it's either that, that it's it seems like they can't be they, they need to be inseparable. Because you're right, they they it's they have to have not only these shows, they have to go on tours together. And yep. I know of some people here that I've met who mm-hmm. would like see this artist in this city, uh-huh. and then and then go to another city and follow the 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 love. Name, that, uh, name drop. So name yes, drop. guys, <laughs> name if drop. K-pop artists are the main For Korea. product of yeah. Korean exports of Koreans for us it's love teams yeah. and again the, the proximity and being forced to be together so that yes. yeah that obviously begs the question like do they really like each other or they're just so used to being together yeah and now, the, the, the question is now that uh, these 
like most recently like most of the popular love team the love love teams in the philippines mm. are separating and i feel like people are be- are starting to realize that hey it's it's just an illusion it's a make believe it's it's yeah. it's an idea that's that's actually not real so and and i think the alternative um idea that they're offering is it it can actually work we can feel romance we can we can watch love stories mm-hmm. brought to life without actually having the artists as real couples so do you think we're veering away from that traditional sense of of love theme and we're starting to embrace the idea that hey they can actually make a good teleseries or great movies about mm-hmm. love without being together I don't know. I think it's still it's still an effective like <laughs> it's still an effective. I know um, strategy, money making strategy. Yeah. Yes. So yes. so you so know you, why you both think that Filipinos will not break away from that traditional idea no. of love teams. Okay. this is my mm-hmm. answer. In mm-hmm. 2020 and 2021, the Philippines was still in the middle of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But guess who became the most famous artists? Hope. Don Bell. Oh. Uh-huh. Donnie Pangilinan and Bell. What's Bell's last name? Mariano. Mariano. Mm-hmm. Another love team. And now they have a primetime series that's on Netflix. Like, that's how big mm-hmm. they've gotten that ABS even realized that, okay, since we're not, we don't have a network, we're gonna sell it off to Netflix. And Netflix knew their power, bought, bought the rights to air it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think we're gonna veer from the mm-hmm. love teams. Yeah. But I, but I feel like, you know, there are some artists who could prove otherwise. Like, for example, Definitely. Like, 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 let's look oh, yeah, at, for sure. Because, for example, there are our are, are love themes mentioned in some articles. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, how the Katrin mm-hmm. Alden movie was oh, a hello, hit. Oh, goodbye. Yeah, even mm-hmm. if they were not real couples. And okay, yeah. Even if it's like probably not everyone's cup of tea. Um, yeah. Uh, it can happen. Artist, uh, oh, they, that's but, still a love team though. Sorry. David Licalco. No, but they're not real life couples because for Filipinos, like love team equals uh, to like real okay. life couples. But now, okay. like people are starting to throw the, the idea that, you know, they don't have to have, they don't have to be. Oh real yeah, real for sure. Couples. Yeah. Um, and, and you, You gotta respect Katrine and Danielle because even during the peak of their mm-hmm. love team, even before all of this happened, they've really decided they were gonna they were gonna start. They told management they were gonna start looking at projects individually. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember an interview with Katrine Bernardo while she was doing Hello Love Goodbye. Guys, it's an OFW story, an overseas Filipino worker story. Mm-hmm. So she's actually a nursing gadget waiting mm-hmm. for her chance to go to Canada. And she was working in Hong Kong while waiting. And I remember her interview saying that there was a point when she got so depressed because she's away from everyone. and But Daniel actually visited her on set, if I remember correctly, or did something for her. So yeah, um, I think that's one of the reasons why the Katniel tandem is very much adored and respected mm-hmm. by a lot of the, not just people, the fans but like people that within the industry because they took a chance and they yeah. made the stand yeah. that we're going to try this out. When couples decide to part ways, mm-hmm. the inability to accept. Remember, yeah. like what happened to Aldab and some how some how many mm. of the fans oh my 
we're not able to accept the reality that the the, the love team broke up already. Yeah. And 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 Pedro And that it wasn't real and they were they're not really married. Yeah. And then Pedro stories, Twitter. crazy stories about I, them getting married and I having kids. I think they were. I think they were. But I hear you guys. Oh my god, wait, wag natin wag sakin yung Adam Ed. No comment, no comment. Okay, but I hear I hear you guys. Probably the love team culture will stick around for a yes. while. But oh, but 100%. for me, I am I am more hopeful to yeah. seeing artists making stories. Mm-hmm. And um, bringing stories into life without actually being real life couples. Yeah, and then having so. that professionalism and artistry to wield mm-hmm. chemistry on yeah. screen and off screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mm-hmm. but then they they don't have to be like real couples. True. But I get you. You know, it's it's so yeah. nice to to hear these like couples like. It's embedded in our culture, yeah. unfortunately. Super. So a feeling more you go on a journey with the love team. Then every movie, mm-hmm. every series they make, feeling more you're also seeing them in, in the journey. You also see them kind of be stronger together. So I guess and their growth as artists. Uh-oh, feeling feeling din ng mga ano ng mga whoever's watching. Okay, mga friends, grabe, ang init agad. Kumusta na? Kumusta na ba Um number one pa Hindi natin nasagot yung question number two. O oh, sige, very quick Ikaw lang. Na, ha? Diba, Mabilis lang ano. mga friends. Favorite Pinoy love team niyo as in talagang mm, puso't kaluluwa niyo. Ako na, ako na. Go. There's a song about this, Marvin mm. and Julina, hands down. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah, Marvin and Jelena for me, I think I think it's it's because of how different they are. Na parang parang hindi sure. sobrang hindi siya sobrang like love na love. Lagi siya nag-aaway. Eh. I think that's what appealed to me, like they're fighting, like Yes. Like they they Yeah, favorite me yung Ariba-Ariba. Pumunta ka rin ba ng Baguio para ulitin yung lines ni Jolina? Kaipigan mo lang Yan, ako. Yan, yung mga ganyan. <laughs> yung mga storyline nila yung nag-ano, I think, True. yung nagustuhan ko sa love, te- sa love team nila. Oh my God, this is really gonna reveal our age. I'm gonna go for, <laughs> ako, I really love watching Echo and Christine. Oh yeah. Sa <laughs> so, pangako sa'yo. So yeah. They're such a good-looking couple, no? Totoo. Yeah. Sayang. Yeah. Mm, yes. Can What's yours, Candy? I have two. Hindi kasi yung una, I think it's one of the most beautifully created movies in the Philippines in terms of um cinematography, yung lighting, yung um artistic styling. The, wow. the story is very cliche. It's got to believe. So, oh, yeah. Rico yan and Claudine. Yeah, yeah. Ang magical lang ng pagkagawa ng movie. And I really love their love team. Mm-hmm. Um, Ayun, sad ending lang, guys. Pero yun nga, um, the movie itself, I think it was very magical. And then yeah. the second one, because I just believe that usually in love teams, whether people admit it or not, may isang pabuhat in terms of acting, usually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tapos usually na lang, eventually nagde-develop. Like Katrina and Daniel. Give natin kay Katrina. Initially, Katrina was like the one na talagang nabubuhat in terms of acting. Pero later on, you'll see Daniel na talagang, yeah. oh, Lumalaba. galit yeah, galit kuya yeah. ha. Yeah. Yeah, pero ang second ko is because I just feel like they are really both powerhouses in acting and I I hope they end up working again together in the future. Kahit hindi ano, love story, basta together lang in a project. Kasi ang galing nila pareho, Fiolo and Jedi. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. The 
Yeah, ang galing niya pareho, comedy, si Judean lalo. Comedy, drama, action. She can do everything. And yeah, I'm just a fan of actress Judean Santos. Yes. Okay, yeah. Ay, too. Ang, ang ganda ng mga na-cover natin na love teams, ha? Okay. I, I, I think these are really mm-hmm. some of the most popular, ano, ha? Um, mm-hmm. love teams. Yes. Saka, ng, bar- Barbie, Barbie Fortaleza, saka Joshua <laughs> Junisho. So, ito, 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 this is not part of the script. I have a question. Uh, this is more of like which one came first? Is it the chicken or the egg? Because we're we're talking about you know, which one do you think came first? Because because these love teams did not just happen overnight without mm-hmm. without the promoters, without the network, without the TV stations really like mm-hmm. pushing and making sure that they are visible. We get the best advertisement and the best PRs about the love team is it because the people want them or is it because they are kind of like very visible and very much being promoted you know what I think more than being visible or being promoted I think it's when two people finally get into the right project together mm-hmm. Um, one example um, Jadine James and Nadine, they the clamor started because they did um a very famous Wattpad mm. story into a movie. So that's the start of Jadine. I can't even remember the name of the movie because I didn't watch it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I know it's from a Wattpad <clears throat> series. Um, and then for um Don Bell, it's actually the same thing. Um his into her apparently is a famous online story as well. So it's really trying something, and if it clicks, mm-hmm. then then the resources will go to that. It's love the clamor team. of the fans, I think, yeah. that jump starts everything. Okay, thank you. Wow. <laughs> oh, ito na break na muna talaga. Oh, hi, break. <laughs> Dami ko na to. Wewag niyo mong basadong sabihin yung salitang break, kasi natitrigger yung mapin. Ayaw na muna. Trigger warning. Okay, guys, it's not you, it's me. I'll see you all later. <laughs> And we are back after ng malalim-lalim na usapan namin kanina. Laliman pa natin yung usapan. Usapan natin yung isa sa freebies ng Philippine culture. So we have boxing, basketball, mm-hmm. the most important of all, beauty pageants. Yeah. <laughs> Super. November to so, December, yeah. such an amazing, exciting Ay, season. Ang dami. Yes. Nagigising na lang ako bigla sa Instagram uh, mo yung post na. Parang ano na nangyayari? Sobrang diba? fiesta. Oo. Happy fiesta. Pero mag-recap Oo. muna tayo ng mga Go. importanteng pageant events yes. na nangyari. Um, mm-hmm. since Hindi I- naman lahat importante. Yung iba i-recap lang natin. Sinama <laughs> lang natin. Parang MGA. Sinama lang natin. So, first, on our list of pageants, like what Edison mentioned, some are important, some are just there. The first one is Miss Grand International. The winner is from Peru. She's a famous actress. Our representative, mm-hmm. the Philippine representative, is actually Nikki. Um, mm-hmm. unfortunately, our representative failed to make it even into the mm-hmm. through the first cut or the semifinals oh, of the pageant. Yeah. So, Miss Grand International, guys, is a pageant from Thailand. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a combination of um Miss International, Miss Universe, with the glitz and glamour of I don't know Miss International Queen. <laughs> 
you said that yes. it's a combination of Miss International. What, 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 what element of Miss International is there? So actually, now Miss International scrapped that portion of their pageant. But guys, for Miss International, un- until I think 2018, 2018, oh. they never have final questions. Oh, All the, the so top 15, the, mm-hmm, the top 15 semi-finalists or the top seven or eight, all they do is um share their prepared speech. Like you speech. can look at Kylie Versosa's. Yeah. So they will deliver the a speech thing. about, and, mm-hmm. and I think for Miss International, Miss International and how they'll use the platform. Mm-hmm. Their, their speeches uh, focus on peace, world peace, right? For for MGS. Yeah, for Miss International, like world peace, how it's important. And so that's when you hear mm. people trying to speak Thai to win the crown or like crying ah. or like almost begging <laughs> for world peace to happen. Like, okay, you're you begging right here in front of everyone's going to solve it. But sure. What's, what's the second? What's the second pageant in the element? Miss Universe, Miss Universe is Miss Universe. like what what element of Miss Universe is incorporated? It's basically the Trump era. The like they are looking for a very specific body type. Ah, they want tall girls, they want yeah. famous girls, they yeah. want facially beautiful girls. But this is what I'm gonna tell you. Nawat mm. has a very specific facial structure that he likes. Mm-hmm. I it's not the traditionally pretty girls. Mm. It's usually girls with like longer faces, um, or girls who really like make an impact and make it will make mm. his pageant more controversial. Like the year, um, I don't know if you guys know Vina from Thailand. Mm. I think she's first runner up or second runner up to um Antonia. Mm. So, Vina actually ended up winning first runner up during her year at Miss Grand International, and everyone was perplexed because this is Miss Grand International right here. And she ended up being first runner-up. And then that was the year that the winner collapsed, quote-unquote. Oh, oh, yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah, I kind of mm-hmm. remember that. <laughs> and it was so weird. Yes, as, as she fell, she, she also fixed her legs while she was knocked out. Apparently, okay. she was able to are, fix are, her legs. Are, are, are you ready to sound that... like you're insinuating something about that? <laughs> no, I just think now what is <laughs> after a show. The owner is after a show, which I mm-hmm. I don't really. It's not that I don't care about it. I'm indifferent towards the pageant at this mm-hmm. point because I feel like at so many times he he could have chosen someone who would have stood up for what his friend, um pageant is for, but he chose to look the other way just so he can be more talked about. So I'm gonna leave so it at that. Is there another um pageant that you think was well, like patterned or or? You know what I think of, especially the Miss Grand Thailand or Miss Grand Indonesia, the local, the local franchises. It's very like Miss Gay in the Philippines. Miss Grand like, you know International. How Miss that's Super why you Serena, said Miss. Ganon. Oh, that's why you Uh-oh. said Miss International Queen because yeah. that's the yes. Thailand-based. Um, what do you call this pageant for transgender? For trans. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, when you combine all of these things, what is really Miss Grand International to you? What what kind of queen? Is it really looking for, or what does it really stand for? They said it stopped the war, but have you uh, heard anything from the them views and opinions about Charat. my views and opinions? Do not represent the, <laughs> podcast the podcast or the Filipino people. But I just feel Go. like, for example, what whatever is happening in Palestine right now, well, mm-hmm. have you yeah. heard any 
even one of the top 10 queens because they have mm-hmm. like until fifth runner up and they have like five fifth runners up which yeah. is weird so no. anyway um not even one of those top 10 queens i don't know if anyone has spoken about palestine yeah yeah, yeah. And then and I this think is a that, war. That's really what's going to test the 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 pageants, like mm-hmm. in the long term. Like, how much do you stand for what you're yep. saying? You're standing for exactly, and- which is why, guys, Miss mm. Earth, although not as popular, especially here in the Philippines, which is so weird because we're always like experiencing flooding and like the worst storms in in the year. Mm. So yeah, I don't get why Miss Earth is not as popular in the Philippines, which is why Miss Earth actually is very popular in African countries, um, even in Asian countries. Like they're now in Vietnam, mm. they have more sponsors like than what um MGI had because MGI was also um held in Vietnam this year. So yeah. yeah, so if you really are standing up and like working towards your cause, like what you said, mm-hmm. the Sponsors are gonna start pouring in. Like, are you saying? Are you saying that Miss Earth is good on that? Like sticking to their oh, yeah. advocacy. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's yes. great. And 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 I I do not know because we did not put it on our list. But but I feel like we are very much we're very much loyal to our to the. We're Miss Universe country. Actually, we we are a Miss Universe country in the Philippines, mm. whether yeah. we like it or not. Number one. That's why. Mm-hmm. So my friend who's one of the admins of Titas of Pageant, I keep on telling her, like, you know what? Apply for the social media um, position of, like, Miss Earth or something for marketing. Because I think what's missing on Miss Earth is, like, the glamour mm-hmm. and the glossiness that Miss Grand mm-hmm. National gives us. Yeah. And then, yeah, um, promote, like, better production, especially during yeah. coronation. Because yeah. I think that's the main difference with... Yeah. Um, Miss Earth and Miss Grand International. That's yeah. why Miss Grand International is more famous for like Latino badge yeah. fans. Again, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and Miss Earth, guess what? Miss Earth sticks to their core. They have a top eight, and during the top eight, they give you a hashtag round. So they give you, for example, yeah. you pick a word, and it becomes a hashtag or hashtag um illegal logging. So they have to talk mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. And the importance of that hashtag. So if you fail on that particular round, even if you are one of the most famous contestants in the pageant, they're, they're yeah. going to drop you. You're yeah. not going to enter the top four, which is the same thing that happened to Fasai, who became Miss Universe yeah. Thailand. I want to make sure that we have enough time to talk about Nikki Demora. But but since we're talking about, you know, um, there seems to be like a lack of standing to your advocacy, mm-hmm. the part of MGI. And then, then I think there's a lot of complaints like especially from Filipino fans about like mga nangyayari recently sa Miss Grand International do you think it's time to drop the MGI Philippines franchise technically we can because they already bought it they just bought it so they will they have sign the contract mm-hmm. they will have to continue doing it but I think that we need to lessen expectations especially mm-hmm. with with uncle kasi medyo mm-hmm. Ibang trip niya lately and and I think medyo may candy I don't know the full issue anong anong issue ni at MJ at sa ni MGI at <laughs> um I think MJ apparently has a podcast and yes. then she asked her guest for the that episode like what is the mm-hmm. worst pageant in the Philippines the local pageants and the guest answered it's Miss Grand Philippines and, mm-hmm. and then so they laughed yeah they laughed 
technically MJ and it's new. Just wash your hands of it and like say like I didn't say it. True. Yeah. Yeah. I and then that. um um now what was very hurt about it and uh-huh. um you know went on yeah. li- went she live said, social mm-hmm. MJ's not welcome anymore. Yeah. Whatever. Cloud din yun sa kanya. Cloud mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. That's why he he had to make a statement. He even asked former winners of Miss Grand International to like post their views about it. So yeah. I'm like I just find it funny. Yeah, for me, I I echo what what uh, Ed said. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's here. The pageant is here to stay. Yeah. Um and um I just think of opportunities for for the girls. You know, the, the sad thing too is more well and mga Filipinos to support it. So yeah, and they can can uh, work on it. Yeah, nasakanin mm-hmm. na yan di ba? If 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 yeah. how they will how they will work on this venture. Pero yeah, yeah. Nga lang, lower, lower your expectation. Kasi, and we can now go to Nikki Demora because like for example, the, the girls laid it for me and mm-hmm. gave a good I fight. Think, I think one of the trainings that future Miss Grand National representatives should go through is personality. I'm not saying Nikki has a bad personality, okay. but she's an introvert. And we've mm-hmm. seen it. Some of her introverted girls really don't do as well yeah. in international pageants unfortunately so um, so what we saw on stage because we I, I only saw her performance in the semi mm-hmm. preliminaries and um and uh, during the the coronation night where are you saying that she seems to be lacking like net like skills in not networking? that she's lacking not that she's lacking. It's just mm-hmm. that it's part of like the requirements. Unfortunately, especially when it comes to Miss Grand. Miss Grand, kasi kailangan pa pansin kay. Super. Remember Samantha Bernardo's year? It was Samantha Bernardo's year. Whether the Nawat admits it or not, she should have won. Because if she shouldn't have won, why are you offering her the same length of contract that yeah. you're offering your winner? Yeah. So the yeah. winner that year, as much as I understand why she won, she was the one who kept on speaking Thai every single time. So, I don't know. For Nikki Demore, she's like totally dismissed of any opportunity to to like stay in the organization. So, parang talagang ayaw sa kanya. So, like, what, what went wrong? <laughs> now, what the saying that she walked out? But that's after the fact. Hello? Yeah. Um. You know what? At this point, kasi whether MJ admits it or not, Mm. The Filipino fans can drop you like a hot potato. We mm-hmm. can totally be like, oh my goodness, we love your pageant. We're going to support a representative. You do something bad and we're like, hmm, no, thank you. Which is exactly what happened with Miss World. So this is, you think this is ominous of the future of MGI in the Philippines? Yes. Yes. Because oh. yeah. wow. if you compare, like MGI had fan voting system compared uh-huh. to Miss Universe, which is right after. Yeah. Michelle B was number one in fan okay. votes and national costume. Oy, uh, no ha, bala kayo dyan, Miss Grad. So, like, yeah, but but it's some something to think about for for this pageant organization because we are still a powerhouse, admit it or not. So, yeah, yeah you make sense when you say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, we're going to talk briefly about Miss International, just because there's not a lot of issues with Miss International. They've yeah. always been like, the Japanese are very predictable. Actually, mm. this Japanese-owned 
um pageant is very predictable. Miss International is about camaraderie and all of that. So our representative like that. Nicole Bermeo, <laughs> Nicole Bermeo ended up. Oh, and they're actually um touching on nature as well. Um, nature. Wait, I have a question. Miss International mm-hmm. does not hold the pageant in other countries, right? They just uh-huh. hold the pageant. They've done it. They've done it before, I believe. I just don't. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I think it was also Vietnam. I can't remember exactly. Where do you like? Outside do of you Japan. like how the structure of the pageant? Do you like the presentation of the pageant and the advocacy for the cause? I liked it better this year because it's shorter, guys. Before it's like five, six hours. Five I hours. Just watch it. Yeah. I just watch it. Yeah. So before I just wait for updates. Now it's shorter. Um. You gotta give it to Miss Brand, like the glossy, like the exposure for the girls. I just want something like that for the Miss International girls. Because yeah. again, I like this pageant in terms of like fairness. Because yeah. even before they come in, even okay. before they come in, you know, um, the the best thing I think for Miss International is that it's true to its score, that it's mm. the Japanese own pageant, at it, the way you behave during the entire time. Yeah. of the pageant can impact how you'll do in the competition. You can be the most facially beautiful girl in the competition and mm-hmm. still end up clapping at the back and not making yeah. the first cut if your behavior is off. Like, if you're always late. They hate yeah. You know, you know Japanese people. They hate it when you're late. And I appreciate your answer about why Miss International is a followed pageant because I, I, I was wondering. It's like, I never... I don't remember a time when I watched this pageant from start to finish. No. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 presented in a different way that yes. does not it's have a lot Japanese, of entertainment very calm, value. Very zen. And yeah. how the 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 stage itself is not very, very. It's not big. Uh uh-uh. Even yeah. the stage, how it looks like, it's almost always the same. Yes. Sure. So Simple I think. The but I love how they should change. Yeah, but I love how you what what you pointed about you know the integrity and the fidelity of the the results. It's it's what makes mm-hmm. the pageant really True. kind There's of like not a lot of big surprises. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of that, they have a solid credibility um among pageant fans. The only the thing that they should change, and this is me talking to you, Miss International artist, no joke. Um, <laughs> they need to crown a dark skin winner someone mm. really from africa or like from other mm. countries other continents they need yeah. to do it now now because that is, is what you are standing for yeah sure. yeah you're standing for international camaraderie and that includes inclusivity yes as racist you know what these international these international pageant organizers should be listening to your pointers because you're dropping mm-hmm. you know tips for them Exactly. <laughs> for Mr. Brand Mr. <laughs> International to, you know, have more transparency with the results and for them to like stick into their advocacy for Mr. Yeah. International to make some changes to, you know, make to be more relatable and to to have to to, to more be more inclusive. Yeah. Anyway, Nicole Bermay, our representative, ended up winning third runner, placing third runner up in the competition. Again, no surprises. If you see her in person, she is Again. very much a representation of a lot of Miss International Queens. She ended up third runner-up. What do you think she could have done to get that crown? I honestly think nothing else. She could have done everything and any anything and everything within their power. But if the judges yeah. 
are really set on like someone, they're set on someone. Target locked. Mm-hmm. The year Kylie won, they actually really, really loved Kylie Versosa in 2016. Mm-hmm. That's why she won. The same way that the Indonesian representative won in 2017, they really loved her. The same way that the Thai representative won in 2019 is because they really loved her. Um, Venezuela really has the formula for this pageant. They, mm-hmm. they, if you've seen the winner, she's from Venezuela. Um, she was very hard, like hard. Not saying like lalaki or ganun. It's just like her beauty is not as soft as it is now. They really know how to transform their queens. They know how how to dress them for the pageant. Um, they they teach them really how to behave mm-hmm. during the entire pageant. And again, I'm telling you guys. Behavior is very important in, in Miss International. Looking for finesse, they're looking mm-hmm. for softness. Yes, they're looking mm-hmm. for dainty. dainty. What do you call that? Etiquette. So kudos to to mm-hmm. Miss to to Nicole Brumel because it seems like she mm-hmm. really did her homework. She was really she was prepared. really putting that uh, yeah. that aura. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. In fairness, I'm Great job, girl. Yeah. Saka, ano, Miss International really is like our most successful international pageant. We have six. Come six on. crowns, I think. Drop the, six drop crowns the stats, in Candy. Drop the stats. I think we have yeah. six crowns in Miss International. And then this is the first time someone won third runner-up. So we've completed like the five, <laughs> top five positions. Five places. Oh, in oh, wow. The five places, Let yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? But the thing is, my favorite Miss International is actually Precious Lara Kigaman for some Me reason. Me too. Ako din. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like... know, aside from her, my favorite, Pia's um, year. Janice Lubina. Janice. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I honestly thought she was in the top 15. Yeah. Yeah. But we just won in like 2013. So I was I didn't really think we were going to win again. Mm-hmm. Um, That soon at least. I honestly think if Janice Lubina joined like during the Trump era, she would have been a perfect Miss wow. Universe even. Miss like Universe. her Binibining Pilipinas performance was amazing. Yeah. It's just so difficult when you have like a lot of strong girls in a batch and like mm-hmm. which one? It, it's just going to be a matter of destiny. <gasps> Who do we choose? Yeah. And speaking of destiny. Ayan, ayan. <laughs> we're going to talk about destiny. <laughs> The last pageant we are going to talk about is the last pageant that the pageant that recently concluded, which is Miss Universe, where our representative Michelle Marquez D ended up in the top 10 plus multiple special awards. I think she won four special awards, Mm -hmm. and she's also part of like the eight girls who's going to receive like a one year supply of Miss Universe skincare products. Mm. So I don't know if anyone can check it. I'm not even sure. I think she's the most, she's the Miss Universe contestant with the most special awards mm-hmm. won. Yeah. In the pageant's history. So she's number one in fan vote. She's number one in national costume. Yep. She's the voice for change gold winner. And then, another, oh, the festival, the carnival yeah. festival awardee, which yeah. apparently just means like you get to go on the cruise and then you're like a representation of like the, one of the sponsors, major sponsors. Her, of the journey, so. her, her Miss Universe journey is such 
it's just so amazing. Like looking yeah. back after, exactly. like she, she won the Miss Universe Philippines crown mm-hmm. and being like one of the most bashed Miss Universe Philippines winner. No winner. Like everyone gets bashed. Like starting from like who's our first queen, Rabia Mateo. Like, everyone gets bashed, but, like, she got a lot of bashing. And, like, personally, I was, like, worried about how she will perform in the pageant. But, like, exactly. I love this queen because, like, she has proven a lot of people wrong. Like, she True. really True. delivered and... and Improved, talaga. And, and even how she she handled herself Campos. after not winning and the And the criticisms. Yeah. It, it's, it's really amazing. Her journey reminds me of Pia Works back mm. in 2015. Yeah. Guys... You, a lot of international people probably know her from Miss Universe 2015 where Colombia was wrongly announced as the winner and then they had to take it back, give it to Pia. But when Pia won Binibining Pilipinas Universe in 2015, oh my goodness, the amount of bashing. Because Janice mm. Lubina is very statuesque. She was like a model. She was like very much a Trump girl, like her looks. Mm-hmm. And then Pia actually, even she admitted that she wasn't her best physically. Like she had a lot of like body shaming throughout the entire journey, throughout her prep period up until she landed on Vegas mm, soil. Yeah. And, yeah. There kaya wasn't my, a lot of support. Okay, yung next question ko, what are your like no. top boohoo and how do you think it should be handled? Like for example, mm. toxic fans. Ah, yung top five kasi guys. Um, for those who are not aware. Uh, oh, yung top five. The Miss Universe. Uh, yep. Oh. The Miss Universe El Salvador Instagram page wrongly posted. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. On their page that yeah. Michelle is part oh of gosh. the top five because you know how there are updates for the, the Miss Universe page. They post like, okay, here's our top official top twenty girls, and then they post the pictures. So Miss Universe El Salvador, it's the official page of the franchise of Miss Universe in El Salvador, but it's not the actual Miss Universe main Instagram page. Mm. They wrong, wrong, wrongly posted Michelle Lee as part of the top That's five. Top five. Okay, mm-hmm. it's one thing that we cannot accept that Michelle did not make it to top five. It's another thing that you know we saw this mishap. And kind of like yes. make us question the, dis- the the results more because we saw something like that. Yeah, but I, but I remember that. Nasin nagkagulo yung mga Filipinos kasi may na, na screenshot ng mga Filipinos yung top five and then biglang nagbago yung pinost nila. Bilis niyan. Bilis oh, yung mga yan. Ako nagkalat agad. Dahil mabilis. I think the main issue is that they did not mm. issue an apology at once. About mm-hmm. it, yeah. So naglinger siya eh. Ilang yeah. days eh, before they cleared up everything. Yeah. Parang, binigyan niya na kami ng time na mag-isip ng iba-ibang possible scenarios. Like, exactly. a lot of people were like, yeah. we wish Steve Harvey, Harvey is still one of the hosts. So yeah. maybe he could, could have changed everything. Yeah. Diba? Yeah. Tapos well, kumat, dumagdag pa yung nangyari kay Michelle. She's not, again, she's not in the top five, but she's part of like the team went to Mexico. And then there's this video of like, so, um, Anne, uh-huh. pulling her and then telling the Thai apparently what she was telling the Thai move fans on. like should move on blah 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 which rubbed the Pinoy fans the wrong way because like we were still mourning the fact that there's this Instagram post that we believe should be the true result yeah so in pageants like this na andami namin girls um, like amazing girls and they're bringing their A game and they're like most of them are 
there's like a lot of them who are that are so amazing. Um, anong takeaway natin dito with all of these mishaps happening and like unquestionable results? Yeah. Um, ano dapat? I'm I'm thinking one thing is it still is a competition. Mm-hmm. I think everyone should also think about um number one is isalang talagang mananalo, and so we cannot always dominate it. But um, it's really good to. I think it's. I think Filipinos need to draw the line between. Yes, I'm fully supporting you to just kind of flipping the table and be like completely wild and toxic afterwards. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. um, one thing I really appreciated about um Michelle B competing mm-hmm. is the Filipinos. In fairness, ah, hindi nakipagbadagulan yeah. masyado online because yeah. parang they were trying to tell them na okay, we're also trying to monitor yung how you're gonna act online and mm. bullying and all that. So that was a really good thing True. for Filipinos. Pero meron pa rin once in a while, meron pa rin yeah. mga, oh my God, may mga of yeah. course, kanal pa rin ang okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's one thing that that a lot of people respect with Michelle B. Kasi, mm-hmm. guys, I think she's one of the best winners of Miss Universe Philippines. I think so. Too. Because For number sure. one, she did not detach herself from her fan base. Yes. She gives updates, nag-reels, like, daily. Just a recap of how her day went. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. the fans are updated. They felt like they're part of the journey. Because they, mm-hmm. they know they know what she's been up to kahit na the Miss Universe page or like there's not a lot of updates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And number three, she is just like all for kindness. Yeah. And the entire journey and just yeah. accepting what her destiny is. Because that's what she's been all about. Like if it's her destiny, it's her destiny. That yeah. and I think that's what we all need to think of as fans. Um we should always tell ourselves that again like what Edison said it's a competition number two it's all about destiny and number three whether you miss universe accepts it or not it's still mm-hmm. uh, very political mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah I mean as soon as we as soon as we found out that it's in El Salvador we are expecting that a Latina would win even mm-hmm. with like the format of the pageant there yeah. used to be a continental grouping wherein we get like five girls from each continent and an additional from well not each continent like five from Africa and Asia Pacific and I, I think Australia is even included in it mm-hmm. and then one from um Europe and I don't know I forgot but the three continental groupings and then there's like one group for wild cards so 20 girls in total they scrapped it they removed the speech there used to be like a 30 second speech of like who are you and what do you represent? They took it out. And then after announcing top 20, we're now doing the swimsuit and then the long gown and then top oh, five and then top three. You know, both yeah, it's so that. weird. Yeah, because we are talking about the, the owner and a lot of the Miss Universe representatives have been talking yeah. about like choosing a winner that is a transformational mm-hmm. leader. Where? <laughs> How? Yeah. Oh, when and Dami issue that, about terms, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In terms of catwalk or pasarela, we know mm-hmm. the Latinas are gonna dominate because their training in pasarela is hardcore. Yeah. Like even young kids in the Latin America and in like yeah. those countries are very hardcore. So, tiba, like who, who, I think we only had like one representative from Europe. Yeah. yeah. One girl from Europe. Portugal, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, There's and only one representative from Europe. And, oh, in know, Spain. In Spain. Yeah. Oh, it's Spain? Yeah. 
And that's a great thing about, you know, Michelle, despite not winning the crown, she's proving mm-hmm. herself to be a transformational leader yes. that the, the Miss Universe is claiming to be looking for. So Hello. do you think our last question is mm. Miss Universe and like the, the Miss Universe pageant, yeah. do you think it's losing its shine? Well, I think Filipinos are also seeing that it is a business and they're seeing the how money works and money talks also with like pageants like mm-hmm. this. So um, yes, my core value. Yes, my, we're searching for this transformation. But at the end of the day, yeah, who, whoever has the most power will, will be the deciding factor too, for sure. And I think the bigger question is, are we really looking for a transformational leader or we're just saying that, but we're reverting to the Trump era wherein mm-hmm. a specific look is going to win, whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we have to to bring back the power to the people and, you know, and... Because yeah. to stay relevant, they have to do it. Sure. If they're going to go yeah. back to the Trump era wherein it's all... Well, not everyone, man, but mostly it's all... Ganda, model, model. Like, yeah. like, you're gonna end up like Victoria's Secret mm-hmm. that no one can relate to. It's not as, it's not no longer relatable. It's not profitable for yeah. the organization because, yeah. I mean, exactly. beauty is beauty, but at the yeah. end of the day, that's not enough. In a world I'm not saying, today, Anna, no, it's just beauty for Miss Nicaragua who won Miss Universe. Uh-huh. I just think somewhere along the way, we lost that because, because of, the entire format of the pageant. But again, we're a Miss Universe country. Yeah. I think tampo lang to. Pagbalik Uh-oh. next year, ganun pa rin. Sabi nga ni Katriona Gray, di ba? Let's create a world where negativity is not foster. Cannot foster. Cannot foster, di ba? And always find a silver lining in everything that mm-hmm. we do. And <laughs> it's, it's not always these are not her exact words but basically she's saying it's not always a no sometimes they're just redirected yes. uh-huh. the same way that I feel oh. <laughs> what is happening in local show business what happened between the famous love team Katrin Bernardo and Danielle Padilla yeah. is not really like a no it's not yeah. fully negative so it's just a redirection for both of them more of that when we come back let's take yeah. a break and now we are back like what we mentioned we are going to talk about the most talked about topic in philippine show business right now the breakup of katrine bernardo and danielle padilla who apparently have been a real life couple for 11 years so where were you guys when you found out where was I? I just woke up. Kasi huli, huli kami, syempre, di ba? Mm-hmm. Pagising ko, mm-hmm. ano na, nakakagulo na yeah. sa Facebook. I found out Facebook. You say? For me, I I I, I saw it coming. <laughs> because we... Ay, wow, Rose Baldwin. Madam Auri. Hindi naman. Nagyan naman akong power na ganun. But we follow OGTS's showbiz, showbiz update, right? And, you know, di ba nga, he's received a lot of bashing for reporting Same that. Man, it uh... seems like the, the, the couple broke up. So, I think what surprised me was the reaction of the people because I didn't know it's gonna be that much of a huge, mm-hmm. like, um talk of the town or talk of the nation actually that even reached the shore mm-hmm. of, of like California. Right. <laughs> but that's, yeah. Worldwide talaga. Yeah. 
I was actually at home and I think I saw Katrine Bernardo's post like within a minute after she posted it on Instagram, her statement. And Naloka ka ba? to be perfect, yeah, to be perfectly honest, I also saw it coming. My friends and I have been joking about it that we mm-hmm. feel like they've broken up just based on like interviews and how Danielle wasn't even present during her, her the premiere night of her movie. They didn't walk together during the Star Magic Ball. Like, there's like a lot of very Mga telling instances. Yes. Um. So yeah, I when I saw Katrine's post, all I thought about like I'm not really a Katniel fan because I've stopped watching TV a long time ago. But I appreciate like how classy it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like she, no finger pointing, no like. No dirty linens out. Walang ganon, walang paninira. It was all just gratefulness for like the years together. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just appreciate Katrine Bernardo so much more because I loved her. Um, I one of my favorite projects for her. She's not even a bida. Um, she was the young Gretchen Barreto in Magkaribal. Oh my God, I I saw her and I'm like, oh my God, this kid is gonna grow up and be an amazing actress. And yeah, she is an amazing actress, but yeah. she's also proven to us that she is also an amazing human being because there's no throwing under the bus. Yeah, She made sure that the fans are not gonna find anything within her statement that's mm. gonna throw, again, Danielle under the bus. So that's all I have to say about Katrine's post. That, that is actually an amazing point, Candy, because I was actually thinking about how will I Paglalago. What's that? Yeah. Generalize the Summarize this episode. The summarize this episode because like uh, our topics are a little bit like spread out. But we've been talking about a lot of like powerful women in this episode, including mm-hmm. how how Katrina managed the the breakup. I think was really very powerful and very inspiring. Because he she did not have to drag anyone down. And this is not to I'm saying that. Catherine is inspiring not to vilify a DJ because mm-hmm. I I don't know his story I don't know what's sure. what's true about you know Andrea and her and and him but but I'm just so ah, cool <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just so happy on how she's dealing with this breakup she is looking stunning Nelia in her new orange hair um mm-hmm. making rounds on social media and it's like girl you can you can i i'm i'm wishing for all the best for her moving forward yeah and also i think that um Kedrin is trying to teach also you mga filipino fans that mm-hmm. if if she's doing this she's keeping it to herself mm-hmm. she's moving forward she's being classy about it mm-hmm. it's a good you know kind of like you know trying to remember and making sure that hey take note i'm mm-hmm. trying to move on to kasi i swear grab your mga reactions <laughs> And Twitter, guys. Because oh. I'm at the Twitter, tambay, diba? Oh my gosh. Mm. Anong mayroon sa TikTok ads? <laughs> may mga umiiyak. Tapos oh, really? May... Twitter din. Kasi may mga umiiyak talaga. Tapos sa Facebook naman, ang dami mga ano, at ginawa, ginamit talaga nilang, ano, ginawa talaga nilang PR yung yung mm-hmm. break up just to kind of like, you know, use it as a... Even KitKat. KitKat. The chocolate. Yeah, I saw KitKat. Mm-hmm. Um, making puns about yeah. the, the tagline break but 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 maganda yan yan naman talaga yung ideal ads that we will mm-hmm. learn and get like uh-huh. some takeaways from it however aminin natin masaya pa rin yung ginagawa ng yung tendency na pag-usapan siya at gawin siyang of course um, pulutan yeah. at at you know mm-hmm. at dessert <laughs> and I think uh, can... diba nga 
think ng mga Marites. Yeah. Kaya, a lot of Pinoy fans are like me, di ba? I love drama as long as mm. I'm not part of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Whether, and whether you guys are it. or not. Exactly. I think is she really meditated bago niya i-post yan mm-hmm. kasi she knows pagpapiestahan ng lahat. Yeah. And mm-hmm. since mahilte maglagom lately, I'm also gonna say na I hope that um, Filipinos would also see like um, an, an empowering woman shouldn't think and and act like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yung, so yeah. just quick updates, and this is summarizing. It has been a great year for Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Crowned. Um, Drag Race tayo, We just crowned twelve new queens. Yes. Um, this year. Um, yeah. ko lang, we have Drag oh. Queen. <laughs> Queen? Drag Queen from Drag Race. Season, first season. Of course, uh, Sasha Colby, uh, uh, Drag Race season 15. Our, our no surprise yes. winner. That was uh-huh. just this year. Wow. No, she better yeah. though. Yes. Like, yeah. Wow. Very well. We, we saw it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, Admira mm-hmm. Thunder Pussy from Drag Race. Sweden or Sverige first season. Petita mm-hmm. Drag Race España season three. Nice. Ipo, from RuPaul's Drag mm-hmm. Race All Stars eight. Kiona Drag Race Pons season two. Isis Avon Loren of Drag Race Down Under. Down Under. <laughs> Our very own captivating cat cat. Um, Drag Race Philippines season two winner. Mm-hmm. Um. Organza, uh, Drag Race Brazil, mm-hmm. season Brazil. one. I didn't Brazil. watch this one. I'm sorry. Ginger Johnson j- recently concluded and won the uh, yeah. recently concluded Drag Race UK series five. Uh, mm-hmm. Still ongoing with maybe two plus episodes left. Drag Race Italia, yeah. and uh, the ongoing Drag Race Canada it season. Started, right? Wait, um, you don't have a no Mexico. We do have oh nga no, that's what I forgot. Mexico yeah. is um me, Christian Peralta. Ayan. Mexico is Christian Peralta. Christian also recently won the crown. So meron nga tayong 12 winners crowned. And then ongoing is Drag Race Canada season four where there are two um Canadian Filipino contestants. Mm-hmm. Uh, will be and they're next. they've started recruiting or the auditions for Drag Race Philippines season three. Mm-hmm. And I know they've wrapped up shooting for Drag Dance season Drag two. Dance. So mm. I hope, oh my gosh, I hope it gets picked up yeah. by I don't know, Netflix right or something away. so it's more accessible for Pinoy's because I love the concept of Drag Dance. Ano pa yung gusto Uh-oh. mo, Eds, for Drag Dance? Um, saka sana makapag-lipsing na sila <laughs> with original music or actual music. So Manila Luzon, pay Paid your friends, girl. I also want to say na itong mga winners na to, I read that they are all... um the deserving because they've won most of the challenges um so, so seasons and that's that's very true with all all of these uh queens so very mm-hmm. well the serve the serve among yeah. queens nato. what a year for drag race franchises uh yes. the year 2023 all over the world and when mm-hmm. we come back for our next season i hope yes. we'll be able to cover season drag race um, U.S. season 16. sixteen. And, uh, oh my gosh, 16 now. 16 now. 16. Um, I am excited. Um, there's a lot of like great uh, rumors about the promo. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's we're really not gonna run out of things to talk about. And, exactly. Uh, <laughs> we hope it's going to be as fabulous <laughs> next year. 
for the Jack community. Wait, before we, we, we end the episode, Merry, uh-huh. Happy Holidays! Merry Christmas, everybody! Yes. Happy Kwanzaa! Enjoy the, the winter celebrations! <laughs> Whoever is not celebrating anything, just happy winter, I guess! Yes. Happy Holidays, everyone! Happy Holidays! Yeah. So you're gonna be in the Philippines, right? I'll be there! What a year has been! Happy holidays, mga mga to our listeners. Yeah, and, uh, exactly. Happy New Year. <laughs> Look happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, maraming salamat everyone for a wonderful season. We could have talked more and, and and said so many things, but there's just so many things. So make sure you um, let us know This is the Queer Faculty Lounge Podcast. Um, you can stream all our episodes exclusively on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to hit follow and please don't forget to leave a review on our podcast. Um, it's like Ed. Give you a we are the Queer Faculty Lounge on YouTube and Instagram in the Queer Faculty Room or on X or Twitter. Like, follow, and subscribe and go ahead. We always support you. Spread kindness, everyone. Or you can email us at thequeerfacultylounge at gmail.com and catch us again whenever that will be for another episode. Bye! Bye! Bye. 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 Bye.